Well, when you hear that noise, you know that it's time for Alex Garrett Podcasting. And this, today, I want to give you one little sound effect, which to me describes how the Giants offseason has gone. Give me one second here. It's actually fizzled out. It's gone cold. It's it's just not been a hot stove because Lou Terminello, real quickly here, you now lose Judge, now you lose Correa. I mean, they might say it's a physical, but we both know it was more than that. Uh, welcome to another Terminello's take. Alex, thank you, as always, for having me. Yes, it is It is very, very strange what's going on, what actually happened in San Francisco, this free agency season. Um, it looked like they had Judge uh, in uh, their sights and looked like he was going to sign with them, and then that, that, that fell apart. Um, this Carlos Correa, the original agreed to terms of, of 13, million, uh, 13 years, $350 million, obviously seemed to be a little over the top, but they were reacting to losing Judge, and they had to do something for, uh, for their fans. Um, and then what happened yesterday when the press conference was, was postponed, was canceled, that's when the red flags went up. They were saying there's something uh, in his physical. His, you know, obviously, he's had, he, has, he has had back issues. Uh, he's been on the IL seven times in his eight-year career. So that did set up a red flag. But when I woke up this morning, I did not anticipate um, that at 2.30, or 2.43, I guess, was the official uh, announcement that uh, the Mets had uh, signed Carlos Correa. I know they got in on the Correa bidding late, too late. They were, uh, they, the Giants and, the, and Correa were, were way down the road. Um, but uh, this is a very interesting acquisition. Uh, I don't like the term. 12 years is way too long for any player unless he's 20 years old or 22 years old. Um, it's very interesting. I don't know where the – from a Giants aspect, I don't know where they go from here. Most of the uh, difference-making free agents are gone. And uh, well, I don't know are, what they tell the way, I, know, I, I, know would, I would love to hear some San Francisco talk, uh, sports talk radio today, my friend. I know you want to rant about the fact that you've got guys signing for 10, 11 years or more, and even Correa, 12 years, for all this money, and you're thinking it's kind of diluting the sport? I think that's the impression you gave me on the phone. Yeah, it, it's, it, first of all, it's, it's no good for the sport. I've been saying that since free agency came into play. Whether it's going back to Steinbrenner just spending crazily, um, you know, and we've had teams, the Dodgers have done it. Uh, it's it's no good for the sport because as we sit here, uh, here in the East where it is freezing today, the Kansas City Royals, the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Cincinnati Reds, uh, probably the Milwaukee Brewers, we can name 10 teams that know really by Thanksgiving that they have no chance. Yes, there's been those blips where they were able to develop enough players to, uh, uh, to be successful for a two- or three-year period, like the Royals were back-to-back uh, American League pennants in 14 and 15, winning the, uh, the World Series in 15, the Pirates going to the playoffs three, four years in a row. But they lost their guys. Once their guys got to free agency, got to that six-year free agency level with the Pirates, McCutcheon, Garrett Cole, just sitting two off the top of my head, they lost them. 
The same thing with the Royals. Kane, uh, Cosmer, uh, Hosmer, uh, Mustakis. They lost them. They couldn't keep them. And that's that's what's wrong with Major League Baseball. Yeah, it's it's great. I'm a Mets fan. It's great that the Mets have uh, uh, done a great job. They never had more than a hundred sixty million dollar payroll with the old regime. Now uh, they've spent thirty three percent. I think I heard more than anybody else in the division. You know. And that being said, I even what what the Mets did. The one thing this does. Everybody says, well, they have to win the World Series. Well. Anybody could lose four out of seven. I mean, we saw that with the Dodgers last year. We saw that with the Dodgers when they lost, uh, um, you know, uh, in the past. So, but the thing is, the Mets are now in a position where where they'll never be bad with this owner. And they shouldn't be. But uh, I don't think it's good for Major League Baseball. That's just, that's just me. One thing about the Giants, by the way, is A, they're celebrating the 10-year anniversaries of their World Series 2010, 12, 14, this whole stretch here, the next few years. Mm-hmm. Um, what a change. But people forget, they were in the 100-plus win category against the Dodgers just two years ago. So it's not that they're completely falling apart. It's just that over the last year or so, it's been bad, and now this adds to it, right? Yeah, oh, without a doubt. Now, two years ago, they won 107 games. Everything went right as far as all of their component, their complementary plays. They were basically a teammate of complementary plays. They all came through. They all had good years. They still had Buster Posey. And they still had a decent pitching staff. Um, but uh, I don't know where, where they go. I mean, they're, they're a, a franchise that's not going to be down for a long time. It's a major market. Yes, their attendance has, has dwindled uh, last year. But they just have to... Uh, uh, if they make a couple of acquisitions down the road, do they go after Otani? I don't know. When he becomes a free agent at the end of next year, uh, apparently Otani wants to stay on the West Coast. But I'm telling you right now, as much money as the Mets have spent, I'm going to say that they are probably the favorites to get Otani. That I would mean, be. Billy Epler was the guy who signed him when he was the uh, part of the signing process of Otani going to the Los Angeles Angels. Epler was was in the front office for the Angels. He was involved in that situation. Uh, there's a very, very good chance that the Mets are going to be very, very much in play for Otani. I don't care. He, obviously, Steve Cohen doesn't care how much luxury tax he pays. And everybody tries to say that the luxury tax acts as a salary cap. It's not the same as a, a hard salary cap. Look at the other sports where we have a salary cap. You can't get a guy. I mean, look at the, in the National Hockey League. You can't, if you, need, if you need to add a scoring forward, you can't unless you, you shed salary. You can't pay a tax. Same thing in the NFL. I mean, baseball, this is the problem with baseball. And that's why I really believe while it's exciting, free agency is exciting where, where a guy's going to sign, uh, it also is one of the reasons why I think baseball is falling into becoming a niche sport, not the national sport like the National Football League. Well, that's and it, it, because it's kind of expected these bigger teams are going to buy out, right? That's kind of what you're saying here? Well, absolutely. A couple of years ago, Tampa Bay beat Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, those are two what we would consider in baseball small market teams. That would never happen in uh uh, in in baseball over a consistent period, it just wouldn't, it just wouldn't. We can we can go down we can go down the road, 
But that's why we love those underdog teams of Philly who actually bolstered themselves this offseason. And, of course, the story of Washington from 2019 upsetting the big dog at Houston. I mean, those little teams, I guess you can't call them little, but those teams that you don't expect could still make a run. And that's kind of why the expanded playoffs is kind of exciting because we're seeing that these littler teams that aren't paying as much still make runs at these different uh, Right, but Washington, titles. remember, Washington spent a lot of money for Stra- uh, on their team. Scherzer, uh, they, their, their payroll was competitive to fight the, quote-unquote, the big teams. So, uh, you know, but I, I don't think it's good for baseball overall, but for a Met fan who has been getting their head beat it back beaten in by the Yankees for 50 years because the Yankees spend money. No, this, this is a, this is a great, this is a great day. This is it. It, it is. And if, if Correa doesn't, doesn't pan out, uh, he's going to do what the Yankees did for a lot of their free agent signings. He's just going to flush it, flush it down the toilet and sign the next guy. Now I still hope that I don't think it'll ever happen because the players union is probably the strongest union around um, but uh, you got if you have to have some kind of limitations, you have to have some kind of cap. That's just my opinion. We're never going to see it, but that's my opinion. One last thing, and I got to get back to my radio job, but I wanted to just cover first baseball. Then we'll do everything else on Friday after the Jets game. Captain of the Yankees, Aaron Judge, 16th captain. Predictable, but does that mean the Mets now make a move to make a captain as well? That I don't know. I mean, I think Aaron Judge is the logical guy to be captain of the Yankees. I think I think the Yankees are probably going to do it anyway. But um, I also think that the media kind of said, well, he's going to be captain of the Yankees. He's going to be captain of the Yankees. So I think, you know, that's, that fell into, uh, uh, into play there. Again, he's, he's, he's a natural. Uh, I think he is a... Uh, the natural person to be the captain of the Yankees. I think, and I think he'll do a good job. Obviously, he's the fra- face of the franchise. He's the face of Major League Baseball. Uh, going into next season, he's got to be the number one player in baseball as far as best all-around player, in my opinion. Um, you know, so we'll see. But uh, just getting back, getting back to the Mets quickly uh, with this signing. This doesn't mean that the Mets are going to finish first in, in the NL East. The Braves are still very good. The Mets and Braves battled. You know, they both had 101 wins last year. But the Braves have great players, and they're all still in their non-free agent contract. They're still under their six-year MLB experience. So uh, that's where it gets skewed a little bit as far as as payrolls go. Uh, Because once these guys get to six years for the Braves, are they going to be able to keep Michael Harris um, and Spencer Strider and Acuna and, and uh, Vaughn Griston, who's probably going to play shortstop them this next year? They signed these guys to long-term deals, but they're going to see what these other guys are getting. They're either going to ask for, uh, you know, to have their negotiations reopened. Very, it's, very, it's a very interesting, complicated time in Major League Baseball. And uh, we'll see. You know, and the Mets signed all these guys, didn't have to give up any draft picks. They didn't sign one guy with a qualifying offer who had a quali- qualifying offer. I mean, I mean, I think they did their due diligence, but uh, we'll see what happens. And we'll go, let's, let's see what happens uh, with some of the guys that, they, that are on the precipice of making the team, like Francisco Alvarez. Brett Beatty, um, Mark Vientos, who were, were up at the end of last year. We'll see. I mean, are they trade bait? 
What do they do with Escobar? Does Escobar become their DH? Interesting. It makes it interesting if you're a local sports guy, but in the landscape of Major League Baseball, I don't know how positive it is for the game, but that's just me. Well, Lou, thanks so much. And we're going to do this again on Friday with a full terminal take on everything else, but I want to get your baseball breakdown for starters. So thank you. And uh, also, side note, thank you for your leadership at 970. I um, be coming into room production at the moment. That's part of your doing because you got me here. So thank you, sir. Oh, you're very welcome, and I'm, I'm sure you, I'm sure you're going to do. A, I'm sure you're doing great. So, keep up the good work. That was Terminal's take on Alex Garrett's Sports Spotlight. We'll talk to you soon.